Hey, everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and that guy over there is... Chris. And Chris he is. Um, how are you doing tonight, Chris? So feeling a little less of a man? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Got, got the old snipperoo. Yeah. But uh, well, other than that... A lot you know, of people feeling... are doing it nowadays, so whatever. It's not like, oh, man. Like, just that you know, stigma around it, like back like back in the early 90s, was just like, you are dumb. <laughs> Yeah, right. I, I, I don't like want to sound vain because I'm not a terribly attractive guy, but people tend to think I'm younger than I am. So it was time to get the hey, we'll just, exact we'll just opposite reaction with people. <laughs> Maybe we'll catch up in like two and a half years. We'll be like, we look the same <laughs> in a certain way. As anyway, I'm like sitting here and be like, I'm, sh- I'm actually actually turning 40 this year i'm over the hill and like dude you're like 100 like really 40 but uh no you know i'm doing great uh always look forward to thursdays i get to brain spill about all the fantasy knowledge and uh yeah how are you doing um i'm tired it's been a stressful week but it's okay it's over week weekend uh let's Let's start with um, the the most current BS trade that has happened in the NFL with uh, Mark Ingram getting traded to his former team, the New Orleans Saints. Oh, um, I didn't we didn't that. actually talk nice. about this pre-show. I was gonna, I was kind of surprising Chris with it. Um, I don't really think it's got much bearing fantasy wise, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna mention it. I think my so it's been mentioned. Broken. Oh, there it is. Well, that was way earlier today. My apologies. Yeah. It was yesterday, I believe. Well, I'm sure he says he will absolutely play versus Bucks. No, I think he can be used. What do, what do you have to say about it? Fantasy wise? Nah. Yeah. I mean, like, nah. I don't I'm not worried about what it's gonna do to Camara. I don't think that's like being biased either. I know I'm I'm kinda riding him in, in one league of mine. Uh, I'll put it that way. Now, hopefully uh, with a saddle, you don't want to go bareback <laughs> with, a, with a human. That was probably a bad way to put it. That's a good point, Josh. I'm just saying he's been very productive. Uh, you know he's back to I, doing what he's back to doing what he does through yeah. the air. Not to mention they're a run-heavy team. Like it's the, the average hasn't been great. He hasn't been terribly fish on the ground, but man, he's getting it done uh, for that team and for fantasy purposes. So I think this is more of a we, we want to make sure again? the Saints, Camara. I thought we were talking about Mark Ingram. Well, I'm about to. Uh, my apologies. Uh, I'm just saying I'm not worried about what it's going to do to Kamara Ingram. Ten I think minutes can be later, a... or we finally get to Mark Ingram. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I think Ingram could be a great role player in real life for the Saints. In fantasy terms, I'm not worried about yeah. picking him up. I just think it's exactly. going to give. I think it's going to give Kamara a good breather and hopefully keep him healthy for fantasy yep. managers throughout the season. All right, let's get the show on the road, Chris. We've got uh, only two teams on by this week, and it's the Raiders and the Ravens. Uh, do you think they're going alphabetically? No, because the Panthers are like way down the road, and so are the Colts. So never mind. Yeah, like third, week 13 Forget or that. Um, CMC, yeah. They need like week 14 by or something. Something, some Ugh. BS week like that. All right, let's uh, let's get this first matchup started here. We, we can... Let's let's, start? Uh, let's get through the matchups and uh, we'll we'll screw around at the end or maybe somewhere in the middle too. Um, I'm sure I'll see a shiny object somewhere. Let's start with the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Sam Darnold. Um, it would seem after being benched last week that Darnold may be on a very short leash, but I think we all need to realize that like PJ Walker, who came in relief for him after Darnold was benched, was like three for fourteen. 
So Ooh, it's yeah. not like Walker was really ripping it up out there. Mm. Um, mm. Do you think that he could possibly do well against the defense that's giving up 22.3 fantasy points? I'm sorry, 22.9 fantasy points per game, which is third, the third most. It's a really juicy matchup, but with Lamar Jackson being the only fantasy-relevant quarterback on by start, Derek Carr. Um, I'm going to pass on Sam Darnold this week, so I'm going to give him a... Yeah. Sure. I have two stars written down. I'm really just going to throw him a one star. Like I'm not, I'm just not in on it. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Darnold, but you know, get I mean, better. Where, where Maybe it, I'll start believing in you again. Where's he at for personal reasons? I mean, uh, AKA asking for a friend. Is he in the conversation in a super flex still, you think, or is he just drop worthy? I'm not dropping him in a super flex, but maybe if there's better yeah. options out there. Let's keep I going, I, and and I'll kind of yep. chime in some some guys I like ahead of them, you know, mm-hmm. as as we mm-hmm. go on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua being one of them, as I scroll through my notes. Uh, CMC, um, he's out again this week with a timetable to return. The earliest time is week nine. He's missed a bunch of time already this season. Let's hope it's week nine. It's been a lot of time, folks. So, Dude, we're looking at week two nine seasons. So then. Until then, it's Chuba Chuba Hubbard. I can't. I always screw his name up. I'm gonna give him two and a half stars after a dud last I think week it's against of the Nick Giants. Chubb. I think that's why you mess it up all the time because of Nick Chubb. Probably. <laughs> um, after the dud last week against Giants, I think that Hubbard has w- one more shot at being fantasy relevant. If it's not this week, and CMC's out next week, I don't even care who their web matchup is. I'm going, getting away from Hubbard. Um, I don't blame you. But like Darnold here, there aren't a lot of running backs that really need to be replaced because of bye weeks. Mainly just Josh Jacobs, and that's kind of about it. So yeah, you can't play the Ravens, I, um, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna give Hubbard two and a half stars. Um, he's averaged just twelve points one seven PPR point or uh, points per game too. So it's really just not good. I'm staying away from Hubbard if I can. If I can, um, there's there's worse guys out there like Mike Davis on the other side of the ball. Would definitely start Hubbard over Mike Davis, but. I'm skipping ahead. DJ Moore, um, despite uh, Darnold, with, with Darnold's poor quarterback plays, of course it has led to more duds from DJ Moore. Um, I think that Darnold plays just well enough against the Falcons' listless D to bring DJ Moore back from the dregs and breathe some life into him again this week. But um, I'm going to just give DJ Moore three stars because he really hasn't been good the last three weeks. Uh, let's move on to Matt Ryan here. Um, last week I called Matt Ryan my quarterback streamer of the week, and he was adequate. Okay, yeah. Um, he scored nineteen point four four fantasy points, so we'll call that a victory, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, while the Panthers D started out strong, they've fallen victim to uh, reality, I guess. Um, they are now giving up nineteen point one fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. That's tied for the thirteenth most. I feel like another adequate game, if not slightly above adequate, is in store for Matty Ice. I'm going to give him three and three-quarter stars. Uh, I said I didn't wasn't in on Mike Davis this week because I am in on Cordero Patterson. Uh, he has become the primary running back for the Falcons, or at least he was last week. Um, he's been great, great yeah. and I wish he I could say he's going to this week. But the Panthers' D has just given up 86 yards through the air to opposing running backs. That is definitely the least amount in all the NFL. Like, that's 86 yards total. That's not per game. That is total. Um, 
I like that Patterson has kind of emerged this year as a really fantasy relevant running back. I know. Um, yeah. But, I was, la- I but last week he, he was, he, but last week he was more of a runner um, okay. than a receiver. So I'm going to give him three stars here. How do you feel about that? Uh, might even be a little conservative. Yeah. Right. Might even be a little conservative. I, it might, it um, might be, but he's, he's been last pretty... week's last week's usage on useful the ground and... is, is beyond like, descriptive of him like i think useful is well, considering he was probably absolutely uh, utterly free to you yeah exactly not, not to mention he he's kind of like what he is in real life he's like kind of like a swiss army knife like he's just in depending on your league mm-hmm. for i'm sorry not your mm-hmm. league format mm-hmm. but your uh website or your app uh it could be uh uh used at two very important positions running back and receiver um so on to calvin ridley here i'm giving him three and a half stars uh we can maybe look for Calvin Ridley to have continue his busty season. Sorry, that was a work yeah. in progress there. Considering um, where he was drafted, he's a wide absolutely. receiver. Yeah. Depending on your scoring format or whatever, he's the wide receiver forty-ish on the season. Like for a guy that you were taking on like the second round, we'll call that a bust. Mm. Last week against the Dolphins, he got ten targets and a touchdown, but he finished with just ten point four fantasy points. Not great. Not to great. Uh, Panthers are giving up 22.4 points per game to wide receiving cores as a whole. So I'm not in love with Ridley moving forward, but there's a shot he returns shot he returns to form here this week. So maybe the three and a half stars, maybe. On to Kyle Pitts here, the last guy of the matchup. You drafted Pitts. You were discouraged by his slow start. Well, he was yeah. a rookie. He is still a rookie after all. And now you're glad you stuck with him. And Josh yeah. was wrong, and Chris was kind of right because he didn't come out of the gate. Big picture, I think. Scoring so, yeah. tons of points. Mm-hmm. Long yeah. run, you were right. Josh wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. The Panthers D is giving up. Just I, you know what, man? I don't even know why I'm bothering like looking up like fantasy uh, what fantasy uh, or defense they're doing as fantasy tight ends because unless they're going up against Travis Kelsey, like no tight end is scoring anything for the most part. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. It's just, it's just, here is, take, here is something take that your I do pick. have written down. Take your pick. Who's is on that the, f- score the, a the Panthers D is giving up 7.6 points per game to tight ends, but the best tight ends they face are the Dallas tight ends who combined for 76 yards and two touchdowns amongst the two of them. But the Eagles tight ends, that would be Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard when they're both there, uh, combined for 29 yards. I like Pitt's continuous success this week. So yeah. four stars for Mr. Pitts. What's your nice. first matchup, Chris? My first matchup is Titans at Colts. It is, it is, it is the game of American football. <laughs> uh, let's start with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, had only his second twenty-point fantasy game of the season. Coincidentally, the other one came versus these very same Colts that he will be playing uh, this week. Still, Tannehill has been nothing more than a mid-range quarterback two and super flex to this point. And while it's encouraging to see the Titans' air game clicking it was versus the chiefs and arguably the worst defense in the nfl let's be honest quite possibly yeah so i'm just gonna i'm gonna roll out a bench rating for for Tannehill this week um i think i dig a little deeper on some some super flex guys later on in my matchups but i'm just gonna go with a bench rating here for Tannehill. real quick ryan Tannehill or cordero patterson or not sam darnold (laughs) you know that's what's funny i i when you started your sentence, I thought that was going to be the question. And then you threw me off with your misstatement. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. I will say, I'm sorry. Who's Darnold I'm playing again? I'm going to stick with Tannehill there. I'm going to get Are away you? from Darnold. I think I have, I think I have to, cause I, I'm pretty sure I rage dropped. No, it wasn't a rage drop. I picked up Matt Ryan over Darnold. 
And I didn't say like, that Ryan though. I know, but same ballpark is all I'm saying. So mm. I think I'm taking uh Yeah. Yeah. I'm done with Darnold for now, basically. Tannehill and Ryan over Darnold is what I'm saying. Another week, another 50 carries for Derek Henry, but but seriously, how does how does he do it? I, re- I really don't understand it. Like it's like I I expected some some pushbacks with with Christian McCaffrey with his draft profile and his size, but on the other hand, I expected some pushback with Derek Henry and his knees and just the size of the man, but he continues to defy my fantasy take and he continues to defy what I'm used to seeing in running backs in the NFL lately. Uh, he had his second worst game of the year, but I bet the Titans let up a little bit. He after scored going 15 up. points. Yeah, exactly. After, but I'm pretty sure they probably let up a little bit after going up 27 to zero at halftime versus the chiefs. You start Henry every week. You don't need me to tell you that, but if you want a little encouragement and a pat on the back, if you will, Henry received 28 carries last time these teams played. Got a two-point conversion and scored 17.9 fantasy points without scoring a touchdown. I'm going to go ahead and give Derrick Henry four and a half stars this week and lock him in as a high-end, you know, RB1. Mm. Okay. As I mentioned, the passing game got going versus the hapless Chiefs defense, and A.J. Brown had, well, you know, an A.J. Brown game. With Julio seemingly out of the way and maybe last week being a get-right game for Brown and Tannehill, I like Brown versus a Colts defense giving up the seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers and second worst with 16 passing touchdowns on the season. And last time they played, Brown didn't catch either of his two targets and left the game injured. I'm sure he'll yeah, be looking to bounce. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he'll be looking to bounce back uh, both in you know injury respect and just having a good game. Four stars for AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't. That's it for the Titans. I'm going to go on to the Colts yeah. here. Carson Wentz. Here. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's fair. I'm not just Julio's hurt and passing game hasn't been much. And Derrick Henry is unbelievable. On to the Colts. Wentz throws his weekly two touchdown scores and runs one in uh, to put a ride around 20 fantasy points, which is what one might expect out of a great bye week fill-in or a streaming quarterback. And that's kind of what Wentz remains this week. Uh, the Titans are six worse in both fantasy points surrendered to quarterbacks and passing yards given up. I'm going to give 3.75 stars to Wentz to put him right on that cusp of a, of a good streamer, basically. Mm. Uh, on to the running backs. Uh, first of all, Hines, uh, his target numbers have plummeted uh, and as expected, his use on the ground is continues to be sparse. Uh, Taylor has really come on in the last few weeks, scoring six total touchdowns, five rushing, one receiving in the last four weeks and hitting 100 yards three times in those four weeks. The Titans have been stout lately versus running backs, though, uh, but they faced uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, not exactly the best running attacks in the league. Uh, Taylor is an RB1 most weeks. No different here. Uh, 4.25 stars for Jonathan Taylor. On to some uh, wide receiver pass catchers here for the uh, for the uh, Colts. Pittman hasn't seen double-digit targets since week two and three, but has been relatively efficient nonetheless. With less great less than great volume, he really has to score to be fantasy relevant. Fortunately, that's what the Titans specialize in. They have surrendered the most fantasy points to wide receivers and the six most passing yards in the NFL. Pittman is firmly in the wide receiver two conversation this week for me. Four stars. Worth mentioning, T.Y. Hilton didn't practice Wednesday. He's still coming back from a quad. So Sounds just, like you know, he's not going to play. 
exactly. I just it's worth Anyone mentioning. Else? Just as, no, not worth mentioning in terms of the pass catches for the I got, Colts. I got there. one real quick. Oh yeah, just a, just ahead. a real quick tight end dart throw. Mo Alley Cox. He's oh. in on about fifty three percent of the Colts snaps versus Jack Doyle sixty one. But Jack Doyle isn't really getting a lot of usage as far as pass catching work. Not that Mac is Mo Alley Cox is either. But if you're looking for a t- tight end to score a touchdown, there's a chance that that Mo Alley Cox could this week. Just throwing it out there. Let's move along to the Buffalo, the Buffalo Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I got this amazing mental image as soon as you said that. <laughs> yep, the Buffalo Dolphins. There's some Tasty. freshwater dolphins living living on off of uh, what is that? Is Lake that like Erie dolphin there? meat with wing sauce on it? I'm I'm interested. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Save the dolphins and all that jazz. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's start with Tua here. I think um, I think this is the week that Tua is going to like really get the test going up against the Bills. Like um, after mm-hmm. returning from injury, Tua has played rather well, albeit against lower tier defenses with the uh, twenty two point three six and twenty and twenty eight and a half roughly points scored against the Jags and the Falcons. He's rolling to a game in Buffalo where the in their earlier meeting, Tua was knocked out of the game. Um, Buffalo is allowing just 11 points per game to quarterbacks. Um, I, I hope with Miami that I hope Miami chooses to stick with two after the game where he could struggle. I'm giving him three stars, but it might be a little bit lower. Malcolm Brown, Dolphins running back. He's headed the IR with a quad injury. He's minute, going to miss a minimum of three weeks. Um, so let's put Miles Gaskin back in again. I guess back in your lineup. He's the yeah, Dolphins. He is. He is. The, do? I don't know if you're putting him. <laughs> I don't know if you're going that far. Okay. Um, okay. Continue. I'm sorry. He is the Dolphins' leading rusher on the season so far, but he just hasn't played as great as he did in 2021 or in 2020. Um, despite being gashed by Derrick Henry uh, two weeks ago, the Bills' D is giving up just 97.8 combo yards. That is on the ground and through the air. And just 13.8 fantasy points per game. Uh, Gaskin's going to probably split time with Salvin Ahmed, and so I'm guess you're gonna. I'm gonna give him two stars. Um, even if you're plagued with injuries at running backs, I'd still encourage people to look elsewhere with Miles Gaskin. Let's move on to Mike Gesicki here. In week two, the week two contest against the Bills, Gesicki didn't do much. He had 5.6 points per game. Um, but the, the the Bills have only really uh, faced two tight ends of note, so I'm not kind of really go down that rabbit hole all that much. Um, I feel like there's hope with Tua presumably playing in this entire game. Big assumption there. But Gusecki's actually played and been scoring rather well the last two weeks with Tua playing well. Oh, dude, he's so I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what was that? I was just saying, I feel like he's been getting a lot of targets too. He's, he's in very yep. involved. Yep, yep. Uh, let's move on to Jalen Waddle here. Surprisingly, Waddle is number two in receiving yards behind Gasicki. I found that was very interesting. So I'm going to give him three stars here. They're talking about um, Devontae Parker maybe coming back this week. Will Fuller, it sounds like he's going to miss a while still with his broken finger. So yeah, I feel like no news is just more bad news right now. Yeah. But, you know, and this is weird. Just real quick side note here is that Brett Favre used to break wide receivers' fingers all the time by throwing so hard. How is it that, that Will Fuller is not playing with his broken finger? I don't get it. Like wide receivers back in the day, like they'd finish their careers <laughs> and their their fingers would just be mangled from the you know their hands would be mangled. Who is it? Tory Holt. Tory Holt from from Kurt Warner has permanently yeah. disfigured like I think pinky and or 
uh, ring fingers. Ring finger, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. bad, man. It's real bad. Um, so yeah, three stars for Jalen Waddle. De- uh, Parker tune into the Sunday stream to for last minute injury news. I don't know if you're really starting Parker anyways. So you know, let's just move along to Buffalo side here. Where speaking of hand breaks, fractures, Dawson Knox, he's got a right hand fracture. He just had surgery on it, I believe. Is that Russell Wilson? I'm thinking of. Anyways, um, sounds like he'll be out this week, uh, week eight. Um, sounds like he'll be also be out in week nine and maybe week 10 as well for Dawson Knox. So if you picked him up in free agency, a bit of a bummer there. He's a bit of a diamond in the rough this year in the tight end position, which doesn't have very many diamonds to it. So let's move along to his quarterback, Josh Allen. I'm giving him four and a quarter stars. It's a great matchup against the Finns this week. Miami is giving him the seventh most points to quarterbacks. Don't expect a ton of rushing from Allen. The Dolphins are only giving him 8.86 rushing yards per game. So after a shaky start of the season, Allen's accuracy has actually improved, and he's getting the job done through the air. So four and a quarter yeah. stars here. Kind of back you where could we argue were last higher. Year, I'm gonna, know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be a little conservative. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Moss. It's hard to say what the Bills are gonna do with their backs here. In week six, uh, Bills were on by last week. In case everyone forgot, Moss and Singletary split the workload almost fifty fifty. It was fifty five forty five in favor of Moss. Um, I'm not going back to the week two matchup where I think Moss was coming out of the doghouse or maybe he was getting back into playing shape or something after the offseason. I'm not really sure what happened in week one with Moss, and he didn't get a lot of work in week two either. But he's been okay so far since then. Dolphins are giving up 22.1 points per game to RBs, which is the sixth most. So I'm going to give Moss three stars and Devin Singletary two stars. Stephon Diggs, he has not been an outright bust, but he hasn't been the elite wide receiver he was either last year. Like you know, top, like a top three guy, really. He has not. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that is because of Dawson Knox' uh, emergence, and part of that is Manny Sanders kind of coming to the team and really showing him up. And I'm and I'm guessing that if Xavier Howard continues to be healthy, Diggs is going to get a healthy dose of him this this week and. Until Diggs starts playing better, I'm going to give him three and three-quarter stars. If Knox was healthy That's in this... pretty respectable. Um, yeah. Know. If Knox was healthy, though, it would probably give Diggs a really? lower rating. Hopefully. Ooh, okay. um, but hopefully with one less target, uh, uh, you know, like receiving target for the Bills, Diggs can get closer to his 2020 form here. Is Xavier Howard playing this week is not a guarantee. Just want to say that. That would be the Dolphins cornerback. Let's move on to Emmanuel Sanders here. Uh, I'm bringing him up because he's actually been rather fantasy relevant, not elite, but he's had his, he's had a game here or there. The 34-year-old wide receiver has found some new life in Buffalo, as I kind of just mentioned. Um, Sanders has not really been playing elite, but, you know. Um, and and actually, Emmanuel Sanders is the wide receiver 23, while Diggs is a wide receiver 24. It's only a few points difference, but just saying... Um, I like uh, Sanders' chances to go to get things going against the Miami D with them fix, fo- focusing more on Stefan Diggs. So I'm going to give him three and a half stars. Chris, what's your next matchup? My next matchup is uh, I'm very excited about this one. Honestly, it, it, it's funny. Like 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 uh, the random nature of which we pick our matchups. I end up with a lot of bad quarterback like 
talk tonight. Uh, but let me continue here because this is not bad quarterback talk. This is a like little you're bit of one side about them, or you don't, or you're not going to say meaning well, what, my, you, what my, you have to my say. You're not say rather well. Meaning my quarterbacks that I have to talk about this week aren't that exciting, except for this one. And this is a bit of a one-sided matchup, but let me continue. It's the Are we going to talk about Joe Flacco and being your, your streamer of the week? Yes. His five-star. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm talking about the Bengals at the Jets. Let me continue. Yeah, here. Joe Flacco, streamer of the week. No, no, definitely not. We're going to talk Bengals at Jets. We're going to talk Joe Burrow coming fresh off a 400-yard, three-touchdown performance. Burrow is set to carve up the Work. Jets. You now window. the Jets. Now the Jets are 16th best, like right down the middle in passing yards given up, but they are giving up the seventh and also giving up the seventh fewest points to quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. But the best game they've had, 159 passing yards, was week two versus Mac Jones and the conservative Patriots. Lately, they've given up an average of 372 and a half passing yards over the last two weeks, including a 403 performance last week from the very same conservative Patriots team in Mac Jones. Burrow and Chase are red hot, and he gets five stars this week. Mr. Burrow does. On to Joe Mixon. The Jets are giving up the most fantasy points to running backs in 2021, with Burrow in the past game clicking, obviously, and the Jets giving up the second most rushing touchdowns on the season. I think Mixon will have a great chance at a score and a top five week. Five stars for Joe Mixon. On to Jamar Chase. Okay. Again, the Jets are not statistically bad in the uh, you know the passing game, so to speak. They're not necessarily bad versus the wide receiver position. In fact, they're perceivably good, given with the third fewest points, uh, fantasy points to the uh, position to the wide receiver position, and the si- and sixteen and sixteenth best in terms of passing yards surrendered. But as I said, I think there's some. Inflatuation in those numbers, and Chase will have a little resistance putting up another phenomenal day. Five stars for Jamar Chase. Yes, folks, that's three stars for the three premier skill positions for the Bengals: Burrow, Mixon, and Chase. You mean three five stars ratings? Did I say five three star ratings? You said three five star ratings, or three three star ratings is what you said. You do the math, Josh. Whatever. I, 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 I want to rewind no, the tape pretty... for just a second here, Chris. Just, just real quick. I'm pretty sure you said some inflatulence with uh, Jamar Chase. <laughs> I, said, I said, I did not say inflatuation. I said in fat, inflation. I believe I'm pretty sure is what I said. Inflatuation and inflatuence. So, uh, I mean, you, you love all these other pass catchers. What, how do you feel about like Tyler Boyd and CJ Uzama here? Screw it up. Don't. You know, I don't know. Even though Tiggins is taking a backseat to Chase, he did receive a career high in targets last week. Oh, you didn't? You said Boyd and Uzama? U- Uzama. Uh-huh. Uzama. I'm going to get it right. Um, yep. Boyd, I don't know. I have a bench rating for him. I just, you know, I do feel very good about the passing weapons. Uh, I've got a very, I don't know, you might call it an aggressive rating for Uzama uh, here. Uzama has shown a uh, nose for the end zone, but outside of uh, week four versus Jacksonville, his usage isn't, you know, worthy of a top 12 guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, in a week with um, Kittle, with a, in a week with Kittle and Dawson Knox hurt and Waller and uh, Andrews on by, uh, I think in this potent Bengals offense, Uzama is one of the better boomer bust tight end options out there, you know, tight touchdown dependent tight ends out there right now so i'm going to give him three and a half stars for this week but i have a bench bench grading uh bench rating on boyd okay okay 
Let me finish up real Just, quick with our, our our guy Tiggins. Do you have uh, anything to say about the Jets other than Joe Flacco's your stream I of the do, week? I I do, but let me finish with Tiggins first. Uh, Thanks he's for taking agreeing back with to, me on that stream of the week comment. No, I'm not agreeing with you, but let me finish with Tiggins. <laughs> he he did receive a stream of the week, Joe Flacco. Even though even though Tiggins is taking a backseat to Chase, obviously he did he did receive a career high fifteen targets last week. There should be enough volume He's to been go targeted. around and yeah, exactly. And there should be enough of targets and scoring opportunities to go around in this game. But uh, Tiggins, uh, kind of to put him in the top twenty four territory there, I'm going to give him three point seven five stars. On to the opposing team, the Jets. Let's just cut to the chase with Jets. Normally, the only names worth discussing lately are Michael Carter and Corey Davis. But now with Zach Wilson out two to four weeks and the team bringing back Joe Flacco in a trade uh, and Michael White starting this week, I'm not sure you can trust either Carter or Davis, which were at best low-end flex options during bye weeks uh, the last week or so. Uh, still, Davis's target numbers have been respectful, seven targets per game, and he's scored twice in the last three weeks. I'll give him a desperate 2.25 stars, but I am benching Carter due to the quarterback situation, the matchup with the Bengals, and his awful efficiency lately. That's the matchup, Josh. What do you got next? I believe I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns, so let's start with Ben Roethlisberger, AFC. who from now on I shall refer to as Old Ben. Bad. The corpse of Ben Roethlisberger. Dagaba. Ben. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He is, he is Old Ben Kenobi, only he's not a sage and, and, and some weird. He's just a weird kook with a below average arm in the NFL. Uh, so far in 2021, Ben Roethlisberger is averaging 13.17 fantasy points per game. Chris, that's not the kind of quarterback I want to start. Nope. Um, I feel like well, Sam Cleveland Darnold is giving up the third. <laughs> what? What's that? I, I was just saying, I feel like Sam Darnold all over again lately. Only we kind of suspected this going coming into the season. While Cleveland is go, uh, giving up the third most points per game to quarterbacks, 21.7, that is. I really don't love Ben here. Old Ben is what he used to be. Perhaps if there was uh, a bunch of fantasy-relevant quarterbacks on bye or injury, I could blur my eyes and maybe see Ben <laughs> as a starter this week. But Have a couple extra I, drinks. I, but but, <laughs> so but there can. aren't, and I can't, so he's getting two stars, and it's really, yeah, it's just two stars. Um, Najee Harris, he, he'll be going up against the Browns D, who's done well against opposing uh, backs this season. The, the Browns have been stout against the run, just 65.4 yards per game, and receiving two at 29.7 yards per game through okay. the air to okay. opposing backs. It's not but... a great matchup here, but I think you can stick with Harris, so I'm going to give him three stars. <laughs> oh, ugh. go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, man. It's I mean, I know. look at the numbers, you know, it's and, and a lot of it's just the, the Bengals, or the Steel, not the Bengals or the Steelers or the Browns, but the Steelers, definitely the Steelers. It's their offensive line. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's Ben Roethlisberger and his noodle arm, but their offensive line I mean, is terrible. Th th this might have to do with our star rating being a little off, but answer me a quick one or the other. Uh, Javante Williams or Najee Harris? It's a tie. It, okay. It's got to be like, I mean, I mean, flip a coin. Uh, Javante Williams is, just, he's splitting that work 50-50. If he, if he was the primary back, like a 66 to like a two to one ratio with Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. 
I like Najee Harris. Like he's he's shown that he's he's a good back. He's he just plays on a bad. Are, are, I don't mean to I don't mean to make the show longer or put you to the iron, but are you more talking this week specifically? Because Najee Harris has been yes. really good. Okay. No, but no. Like I said, he, I just let's I literally on. just right. said You're Najee right. Harris yeah. has been good. He just he's it's the victim a, of playing on a bad yeah. offense against a good run defense. Yeah. Three stars. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. It's a little bold. I get I it. Hope you're wrong. Three stars, but but, but but I get you. It is a little bold, but I hope you're wrong. Let's go. Let's 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 move on. I, I don't. Well, hate that's only it. for personal reasons. It. Deontay Johnson. While Deontay <laughs> Johnson is the wide receiver twenty eight, despite missing a game and playing through, and 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 having been playing through a bye week too, so he's really more like the you know probably the wide receiver like twenty one or something. Um, mm. If this guy had a better quarterback, he'd be elite. But Deontay Johnson is stuck with old Ben, and he's going to be given. He's going to be going up the Browns' cornerbacks. Listen to this. This is four their top four corners for the Cleveland Browns. They are ranked seventh, twenty second, thirty fourth, and thirty seventh. Jesus, Sorry. some teams are struggling to put a guy out <laughs> wow. that's ranked in the forties at cornerback yep. position by PFF. Yep, they're good. So I'm giving Deontay Johnson a very hesitant two and three quarter stars. Um, Ooh, yeah, Chase Claypool, rough. he's getting the tar over the last three weeks. He's getting the targets 15, six and seven in each of those games, but, uh, they're not deep because, you know, noodle arm and, uh, you know, the aforementioned Browns cornerbacks there. So I'm going to give him uh, one and a half stars. Let's move on to case Keenum here. I'm not in love with them. I really wish I could see like, man, you know, I'd love, I like real quick before I say anything, just. Just off the top of your head, Case Keenum, Sam Darnold. Keenum, because I'm so low on Darnold right now. I've been burned. I've been burned for a couple yeah, weeks. I guess so. Jesus. What did... I, I just... Wow. Okay. Anyways, uh, so it sounds like Keenum's going to get another start here. Baker, of course, has that, that torn labrum or something, or rotator cuff, sure. and it's not on shoulder, yep. th uh, throwing shoulder, which is left shoulder. Um, last week against the Broncos, Keenum completed 66% of his passes, and... For, but it was only for 199 yards and a touchdown. Um, it's not that's really not that bad for a spot start for Keenum, and he could actually do better moving forward. I'm just not in love with the Browns' pass catching options. We'll get to him in just a second here. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, you know what? Let's just talk about him right now. Like, I'm not in love with with um, Odo Beckham. Apparently, he's playing. He's trying to play through dual shoulder injuries. Um. And that's not that's not one shoulder injury. That is a shoulder injury to both shoulders. That's right and left, not front and back. Um, <laughs> right. I, yeah. I really wish Oda Beckham would just sit down and rest up and get healthy. Like he's trying to put off mm -hmm. surgery till the off season. It's not helping the Browns win, Odell. Like what? I'm sorry. I want my I want my wide receiver to be able to lift his arms over his head to catch the ball. You know, yeah. like. I mean, it's the story of the NFL. I have a similar analysis of a, another player later tonight, but yeah, go ahead. Um, so I'm giving I'm giving Ono Beckham a one star bench him. Try and trade him if you can. I'm certainly trying to. Um, Jarvis Landry, I'm going to give him three stars. It's not a guarantee that he plays here this week, and it's not that I love Jarvis Landry, but when push comes ask. to shove, I'd rather start Jarvis Landry if assuming he's healthy Absolutely. over guys like Chase Claypool, Odell Beckham, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Boyd. Julio yep. Jones, Corey Davis, et cetera, et cetera. Not an elite group Julius of names, plan, but but yeah. Uh he might. Um anyways. Still, I'm you're still right. <laughs> I'm still Yeah. I think Jarvis could do I, something. I, like, I, I like think the, the, I like I think the, the aspect of Case Keenum just checking down at Jarvis Landry. 
Yeah, exactly. I think the you coverage know? is a little bare at wide receiver at Cleveland, it, it, despite them being mm-hmm. a really good NFL team. You know, let's let's yeah let's continue. Much better yeah. NFL team than fantasy team. Um, this yeah. is per si.com or Sports Illustrated, um, mm-hmm. in a website. Nick Chubb is expected to return this week versus the Steelers. Um, perhaps I'm mistaken, Let's but go. I really seem to I, I seem to remember the Steelers D getting off to a slower start, but they are top ten versus fantasy quarterbacks They're and good. running backs. One of the They're reasons good. why I'm not in love with Case Keenum. They're giving up just fourteen point four points per game to to running backs. Um I usually like my I want my running backs to score a little bit more than that. Um here's what Nick Chubb has done in his five career games yeah. versus the Steelers. Listen to this. He's averaged 15.6 attempts, 68.8 rushing yards, 0.6 receptions, so less than a reception per game, only six yards receiving per game. Or, oh, I'm sorry. That's six yards total and that, and uh, just one touchdown total in all of those five games. Chubb, I, I love you, buddy, but I got to give you a three-star. Like, it's... Uh, wow. The Steelers have really owned Chubb. If, and, and I do remember, this is why I looked into it, because I'm like, I remember Nick Chubb not doing all that great against the Steelers in the past. And I was mm. right. So him giving him three stars. Um, Kareem Hunt, he's on the IR for at least this week and next and eligible to return in week 10 when the Browns face off against the Patriots. Chris, I believe you have another matchup for us. I've got the Eagles at Lions. Jalen Hurts. There's been some scuttlebutt about starting Gardner Minshew and benching Hurts. I haven't watched every single Eagles what? game, but really? quarterback, while an issue for the Eagles, isn't the main problem. The team is losing games, but Hurts continues to run his way to fantasy stardom. Uh, he scored multiple touchdowns in every game except Week 2 versus the Niners and gets a Lions team that's kind of reeling right now. Now, while I think Minshew talk is probably smoke with no fire, it might indicate a shorter leash. Uh, and managers, yeah. fantasy managers, depending on on him as oh. their starter every week, might want to carry a backup for a few weeks here, like a backup fantasy quarterback yeah. for a few weeks, especially considering he's on bye next week. So there's that too. Um, and uh, three week seven, who where where do you think Jalen Hurts ranks in quarterbacks? Mm, by quarterback two points. Quarterback two. Yeah, quarterback. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you, he's you averaging can't almost. Tw- 25 points a game. Yeah, it, you can't deny what he's doing in fantasy right now. And we, I know the problem this, is his accuracy. I know. This is our weekly check-in about fantasy scoring is broken for quarterbacks, but we're working with what we got. Um, you know, and, Not what and, I was going Pittsburgh. with. I was going with that. It was just I was shocked that he's scoring that many points. Wow. we were. I mean, there, people were right. He's the for he's sure. this year's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. To your point, still this week he's a cute quarterback one as long as he doesn't get yanked for – Gardner Minshew in real life, you know, so uh, he, I'm going to give him four stars. I think that's, yeah, I, th- I think I'm accurate there. So I, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 you're not, not, you're not benching him. Let's, let's leave it at that. Mark this sure. date and time. Chris and Josh agree on something. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's go into the running backs here. Uh, Miles Sanders is nursing his low ankle sprain. Isn't that just like an ankle sprain? Yep. Like, I mean, <laughs> anyway, he's still nursing his ankle sprain and seems unlikely to play. Gainwell would be a smash play if the Eagles didn't just activate both Boston Scott and Jordan Howard off the practice squad. And, uh, you know, to, to put a little threat on his nearly every down roll, uh, of course, with Sanders out. Uh, I like what I've seen from Gainwell, and he seems, uh, I, I'm making this leap this week, he seems to be the most talented guy in the backfield, even over Sanders. 
but that doesn't mean yeah. the coaches agree. But in any PPR format, uh, a gain well has to be considered as a perfectly fine flex play here. Uh, maybe a little upside for a bigger role, depending on what happens, as I mentioned, with uh, the two guys That's that were brought I'm up on the practice squad. So I'm going to give them 3.25 stars. I feel like, again, yeah. I'm very, very kind of riding that line there where I'm like, I think he's got upside, but these Bench guys writer. scare me a tad. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I've got some great fence writing later. You just wait, sir. <laughs> on to the receivers. Uh, uh, Hertz is a, is too unreliable through the air and behind that O-line to give Devontae Smith any relevance in most leagues right now. Unfortunately. Uh, so I'm going to bench him. Uh, on to the tight end. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dallas Goddard with Hertz out of the way. Right I here. think five-plus targets is almost guaranteed every single week for Goddard. And he continues to be a good red zone target as he was even when Ertz was there. Uh, now he's in the 90s in the snap percentage. Yes, only one week. But uh, he is a tight end one nowadays in this tight end landscape. So I'm going to throw, give him three and a half stars this week. On to the opposing team, the Lions. Jared Goff is just inside the top 24 as quarterback 23 on the year fantasy-wise. So theoretically, he's a starter in a super flex league, but he hasn't scored over 20 fantasy points since week one and has gone without a touchdown in three of his seven total games. I'm going to bench him, of course. On to the running backs, what we care about more here. Jamal Williams has really regressed, as I alluded to last week. It's mainly due to targets dropping off uh, and, of course, no touchdowns in four weeks. Uh, with Swift really really separating himself as a Camara-like weapon out of the backfield. He's on pace for 102 receptions. Williams, really? has taken, Williams has taken more of a backup role than a change of pace slash committee role, uh, as evidenced by his snap share dropping into the 30s, while Swift is well into the 70s lately. The Eagles are giving up a ton of rushing yards, fourth most uh, rushing touchdowns. They're tied for fifth most. And they give up the fifth most fantasy points to running backs. They've also given up the third most running back receptions with 47. Really? The offense runs through Swift and Hawkinson, assuming health. So I predict a solid RB1 week for Swift, four and a half stars. On to the receivers. If you're Damn. desperate. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I almost went five there, but I'm going to stick with. No, I no, I love it, dude. Like, I, no, it's a good matchup. Going, it's a real man. good matchup. Yeah, I might I like actually it. miss. Yeah, uh, on to the good, receivers. Good if, if you're desperate for uh, garbage time, Khalif Raymond is Goff's favorite target, but I'd stay away if you can. Uh, bench rating for all the receivers. On to Hawkinson. He continues to struggle with ankle and knee issues, but hasn't missed a game. Still, it is a juicy matchup versus Philly. Given up, They're giving up the six most fantasy points to tight ends, and Hawkinson is a safe volume play regardless of what you think about his injury and his struggles lately. Uh, his targets and reception numbers have been just fine. Despite all his injury struggles, I'm going to give him three and a half stars. And that is the end of my matchup, sir. On to you. You want to do a real quick one here, Chris? It's going to be really quick. It's I think the we could Los use Angeles it. Rams I, at the Houston Texans. What? <laughs> I think we could use it. Yeah. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams at the Houston Texans. Stafford, five stars. The Houston D is terrible. I'm not saying anymore. Darrell Henderson, four stars. The Texans are the worst team against, well, just about everything. So um, I don't expect Darrell Henderson to get a lot of receiving work in this one. But he's a good shot to you know, help play cleanup in what could easily be a massacre. 
Co- yeah. Cooper Cup, he's the wide receiver one on the season. He's outscoring I mean, a he's outscoring um all but like ten quarterbacks and Derrick Henry. He's probably outscoring um, every receiver in the past couple of years. <laughs> it feels yeah, like he's just he he's is a on fire. Season. He's averaging nineteen point two points per game. He ain't Benton Cup, so five stars there. Bobby Woods, that would be Robert Woods. He's averaging just in point two points per game. And a lot of that's uh, buoyed by what, like a couple of weeks ago when he, it was like, oh, he was. It was like freak out you know, target week for Robert not, Woods. Yeah, it was, it was squeaky wheel week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Squeaky wheel week. Um, so I'm giving him 3.75 stars. I tried to look elsewhere, but it is a good matchup. So, you know, I mean, if you could do a real quick trade and you need like it's real spot be flex star worthy, because right? you have. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, like you can definitely think about flexing him. I mean, I'd rather flex in someone else, and maybe that three and a three quarter stars is a little high. T- but... uh, t- Tiggins or uh, old Robert Woods there. You're you're an ass. Um, I'm, I'm I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> Tiggins just because I think he has more okay. of a role in the offense. Um, I, I, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's let's and that's pretty much it. Um, uh, Tyler Higby has really really hasn't done much for the Rams this year. So, meh. Uh, let's move on to Brandon Cooks. It sounds like Turd Taylor's. About ready <laughs> I to like how you back. were like move on to the to the brand, to the Houston to Cooks. You know, just get right into it. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. going to stay away from Cooks this week. He's going oh, up against yeah. the Rams, who has like two mm. out of the like top twenty or the two. The top like fifty cornerbacks in the in the league, so yeah, no Brandon Cooks this week. I mean, you're probably starting him out of desperation, but yeah, I think Ramsey and uh, uh, Aaron I'd, Donald uh, honestly take Cooks out of the game. This is bold. I'd rather start Robert Woods than Brandon Cooks this week. Seriously, used to be considered well, by used to. I mean, like last week, <laughs> weekly that could be considered bold. I get you, but not this week. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Onward and upward. Uh, hopefully you got okay. another a longer matchup ahead of us, Chris, because that took about two minutes. Uh, another kind of halfer. I'm going to call it a halfer because I just made that up on the fly. I've got the Niners at the Bears. Uh, Jimmy G and Trey Lance. Uh, Kyle Shanahan announced that Jimmy G will be the starter uh, and Lance will be back at practice with a knee issue. Uh, so that's encouraging on that end, I guess. Uh, Jimmy's leash is too short to trust in any format, and Lance hasn't performed well enough. I'm going to bench both of them until further notice. On to the running I backs. Should. I'm a little, little, little high on Elijah Mitchell. Uh, definitely moving forward, but let me talk about this week specifically because that's what we're talking about here. Uh, Mitchell's gotten right back to a 60% plus uh, snap share and appears to be the guy in the yeah, Niners backfield again. Uh, the Bears are flat out bad versus Red giving up the eighth most rushing yards on the season. And uh, just gave up 182 rushing yards to the Leonard Fournette Tampa Bay backs. That's how I typed it, folks. Let's move on. I like Mitchell as the primary back in San Francisco moving forward. And he should be a low-end RB1. High-end RB2 this week with four stars. Debo. Bear is giving up 2.3. Yeah, right. Bear is giving up 2.3 passing touchdowns per game. That is 1.7 specifically to wide receivers on the season and the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers without Kittle Debo, the wide receiver to in fantasy points per game continues to dominate targets and rack up yak versus the bears. His cornerback matchup. He'll see most of the time is Kendall Vildor. Who's uh, yep. giving up a passer rating of 133. Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and give Debo five and stars can- this week. 
Debo is questionable with a calf issue that popped up Wednesday. But Shannon said yeah, he's optimistic. Sammy will play. He was he was limited last week too with I think a calf. Yeah, so I'm not saying necessarily the Wednesday. I, I think off. they're just slapping on an injury designation just to just to verify uh, to Thank justify well the said. veterans' day yeah. rest. Yeah, exactly. Not necessarily worried he's actually missing Wednesday. Just that the designation was kind of new. I don't uh, know. His legs hurt. <laughs> make it up. I don't know. I don't he know. stubbed his toe for God's sakes. <laughs> exactly. So again, Shannon is optimistic that that Debo will play. On to, I guess, what is left of the tight ends, Kittle. Uh, Shannon said Wednesday that he expects Kittle back next week. So that would be mm-hmm. week Yeah, nine. I think he's already out this week. Yeah, he is. He's, he's still, uh, I think, technically still IR. But it, it's on the, it's like he said, uh, the head coach himself said next week. So maybe we'll, we'll talk more about it uh, in, in the days to come. On yeah, to the Bears. Uh, basically, the only piece we really care about here is Khalil, Khalil Harbert and when David Montgomery is able to return. To put things in perspective, Herbert is only 14.6 fantasy points behind David Montgomery. How does that make you feel, Josh? It makes me feel like the article I read the other day about, um, you know, I got to start writing these articles down. I find them in the most random places, though. You that's should the, bookmark that's the problem. stuff. Yeah, bookmark it or something. Yeah, Dude, go ahead. I already have a ton of bookmarks in my phone. <laughs> I, do that I don't know what the yeah. hell to do with. So eighty-five percent of them are useless. Just go ahead. settle down there, and they're mainly recipes for like you know Asian cuisine, like Asian style <laughs> food. Because <laughs> they use little they uh, uh, outside of my normal uh, ingredients recipes, you know? recipe bookmarks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I could probably sort them? my bookmarks, but I, okay. So like this article was saying is that Cleo Herbert is earned a spot as as a Bears running back and that maybe the Bears aren't going to hang on to David Montgomery past this season because of Herbert's success. Seems a little, you know, reactionary to a, to a couple of weeks worth of work, but... Sure, sure. A couple of weeks we of work, were, but, one of them against a pretty darn good defense, if, if memory serves. Yeah, I mean, if that's the way to go and they just want to go cheap at running back, then sure, I guess, as far as this week... And moving forward for the rest of the season, it might be a 50-50. I'm Tariq Cohen. I, I, I am just going to straddle the crap out of this fence for a couple more weeks, Josh, because oh I brought it up to you because, this, you know, ironically, or not unironically, you're, you've been the Montgomery detractor, but he's looked so good up until he got hurt, of course, this season. does it, I, I guess this speaks some volumes about Chicago's offensive line. Let me finish up what I've got mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, here this week with the two running backs. Uh, Montgomery is eligible... Uh, to, to be activated off IR, but will not be ahead of this Sunday's game versus the Bears. Herbert has averaged 18.3 carries the last three weeks, uh, meaning the weeks that he's been the full starter outside of the, the previous week where he was inserted. Uh, and he's averaged 2.7 targets per game in that time frame. Not too shabby. Uh, the Niners are 12th best in rushing yards allowed, but uh, the Colts and Jonathan Taylor just ran for 148s all over them. So, Herbert for me is a top 36 guy, still a flex worthy guy this week with three and a half stars. And that is my Niners at Bears, sir. Yeah, I feel like the Cleo Herbert success has made them not have to rush back David Montgomery. And it says that he had a hyperextended knee on the October 3rd. So that was 25 days Montgomery, ago. This recording. Is. And it would take yeah. him out four to four to five weeks. So that, and that puts him at. Makes you know, I guess that the I guess four weeks would be this on, week, yeah. five weeks would be next week. I'm I think they might lean towards six unless I didn't Khalil look up Herbert their buy. I I assume the buy is out of reach at this point. I I, I, I didn't. No look idea. At all. I'm not going. I, th- I think it's later. I think it's later. But yeah, on um, to your next you, one, man. Did, 
Okay, sorry, I was looking up what you said. Um, another pretty short one here. Sorry, I just ended up with the shorters um, this week. Uh, let's Sean start with and this is the uh, who wears short matchups. I wear short matchups. Um, <laughs> Mine was better. I'm don't claim it. Don't edit that out. But that was pretty bad. <laughs> it was. It was the New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. That's that's this matchup. Um, let's Ooh. start with Damian Harris here. The Chargers are giving this up a hundred. Just listen. Okay. Damian Harris is uh, the Chargers are giving up 132.3 rushing yeah. yards per game. That's the most in all of the NFL. Harris doesn't do much in uh. terms of catching the ball, but with when you have a defense that's yielding that much to who oh, and the Chargers are, are pretty good at defending against the pass for running backs. Um, I'm gonna give Damian Harris four stars. Ooh, I wanted a little more, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Hunter Henry, uh, Chris, do you know what this is for Hunter Henry? This is his fourth week to catch a touchdown. That was completely a guess. I believe this is his revenge game. Oh, right. Uh, My the, bad. Darn it. The Chargers <laughs> are tied for the most, giving up the most points to tight ends. I'm still not sure why everyone was on the Janu hype train. I know John is a little injured right now, and he's not Just probably not going to play this week. Better athlete but, turns out to be a better blocker than anything. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give him Hunter Henry four stars this week. Four stars. Kendrick Bourne. The only way, the only reason I'm mentioning him here is that he scored in back to back weeks, and but he's done so in a total of nine target or I'm sorry, six targets in those two weeks, not each combined. So hard pass on Kendrick Bourne here. Justin Herbert here, or Herbie as we love to call him, it's a tough matchup for him. Um, he just had a clunker against the Ravens' injury riddled defense. So let's hope that Herbie has a bit of a bounce back here. I'm not going to get carried away with my expectations since the Patriots are allowing only 16.3 points per game to quarterbacks. So yeah, I'm going to give Herbie a three and three quarter stars. Um, on to Austin Eckler. I literally just read something like as you were doing one of your matchups that Austin Eckler popped up with a quad injury in practice today. Oh, this is Thursday. <laughs> the dreaded Thursday injury pop up. Oh, um, come on, man. A quad. Yeah. Um, the Patriots are giving up only 16.6 uh, points per game to running backs, but, but they're allowing 91.9 rushing yards per game. And, mm -hmm. 59.4 receiving yards per game. So if you would do some quick math on that guy, that is 150.3 point uh, yards combo yards per game. The running backs haven't scored a lot of touchdowns against the Patriots, so that's why they're doing so well. And like fantasy uh, fantasy points scored against them. If Austin Eckler is healthy this week, I'm betting that he gets a good set of, a good amount of yards and maybe a touchdown or two in there. A little bold. But whatever, I'm giving four and a half stars. So let's move on to Mike Williams here. As I'm going to give him three and a quarter stars over the last three games. Williams has had just 32.3 points in those three games. Ooh. 3.8 of those 32.3 points came out of two of those three games. So, yeah, he had a, he had one big game over the last three weeks, and that was it. Um, a couple of stinkers? Uh, yeah. Uh, to, yeah. 3.8 points in two weeks. I'd call that a stinker. Mm -hmm. um, the Patriots corners aren't elite anymore, but they are competent. So I'm giving Mike Williams that three and a quarter stars, uh, three and three quarter stars for Mr. Keenan Allen. He runs most of his routes out of the slot and he could see their Patriots worst cornerback, according to PFF, 
who is Jonathan Jones, and he is ranked 97th overall in their cornerback ratings. And that is about it, Chris. What um, what do you got the 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 Jags and the and the Seahawks? I do. I have Jaguars at Seahawks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has been better lately, uh, scoring on the ground or through the air in mm. each of his last uh, three weeks. Well, uh, meaning, uh, quick reminder at the top of this, uh, Jags were on by last week. So this will make more sense in a moment. Um, again, gone. scoring the ground last three weeks while averaging 18.45 fantasy points. This puts him on the QB2 radar in Superflex leagues versus a bad Seattle defense. Three stars. James Robinson has been great lately, averaging 21.7 fantasy points and 17 carries over his last four games. Coming off a bye and being the team's best chance to win versus the Seahawks team giving up the third most rushing yards and the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. I like Robinson as a top five back this week. Five stars. Marvin Jones is worth mentioning real quick since he's been uh, averaging eight targets per game since Chark went out and got over 100 yards and scored when the Jags last played a week, uh, two weeks ago, whatever, week six. Uh, he's fine for a low-end wide receiver three, two and a half stars. On to the Seahawks. I'm going to go and bench Geno. Nothing more to and say there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, On to the running backs because this is a little convoluted and confusing. This is worth mentioning. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Rashad Penny averaged one and a half yards per carry. Collins, uh, Alex Collins, still probably the starter, having received 16 carries and 39% snap share to Penny's 36%. But they were all bad. With Geno at quarterback, I don't want to have to rely on any of these Seattle running backs, but I guess if you're desperate, Fleck, uh, Collins is the guy. You could flex him. I'm going to give him two and a half. St- I'm sorry. I'm going to give him two stars. On to the receivers. Uh, a little more uh, to talk about here. Uh, Lockett seems to have been the casualty caused by Geno being the starter. He is virtually unstartable till Wilson gets back. I'm just going to go and bench him. Uh, DK has led the team in targets in Wilson's absence and flashes big playability with a first quarter 84 yard touchdown. This keeps DK in most fantasy lineups versus the lowly Jags pass defense as a high end flex. I'm going to give him three and a half stars and I'm going to bench Gerald Everett. That's that matchup. That was easy. Ooh, well, then, then. I mean, uh, when you have Geno playing for the Seahawks, what else do you want me to do, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of matchups like that this week. It's like, oh, hey, I here's was telling a good you, team I, my quarterbacks, players, and then here's a dud. I was, I was telling my quarterbacks are booty this week, I'm telling you. All right, well, speaking of booty quarterbacks, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> at the New Orleans Saints. Tom Brady, still zero he is stars. Not booty. He's not booty. He sucks. Goat, more like nope. But if we must... The Saints' defense has been great this season. They're second best against quarterbacks, fifth best Ooh. versus running backs, 24th best, their only weakness against wide receivers, and second best against tight ends. This is like fantasy points scored against them on an average basis. He's still got stars, um, though, right? We've seen, we've seen this loser Tom Brady make mincemeat out of some of the best defenses <laughs> over the last 20 years. It's three and a half star, three and three quarter stars, but it's really zero stars in my heart. As my grandpa used to say, go bad. fly a kite, Tom Brady. That's not bad. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I already mentioned the, the Saints are best, the fifth best versus running backs, but they are allowing, uh, oh yeah, but uh, well, they're allowing just 2.78 yards per attempt on the ground, but they are surrendering 91.7 combo yards that is through the ground on the air. And 0.84 combo touchdowns. I know you can't really combine touchdowns, but 
you know, so what I'm really, what I'm saying here is I'm saying there's a chance three and a half stars for Leonard Fournette. Ooh, okay. Yeah, for sure. A little bold. Um, Chris Godwin, three and three quarter stars. While Godwin has not been terrible so far this season, Evans is outscoring He's, Godwin. Yeah, it's not been much. Is. It's only 2.1 points it per game. It feels like it's been two or three weeks and it's been, it's been more Evans than it has Godwin. Yeah. But Justin, this has been just enough to frustrate me, who we both thought that this was the year that Godwin took over as the alpha dog in Tampa Bay. Not so. Uh, mm. Three and three-quarter stars for Chris Godwin and for Mike Evans. As I mentioned a minute ago, the Saints' one defense has been against wide receivers. Um, I think both uh, Godwin and Evans can be productive here, especially if Gronk and Antonio Brown both miss out again this week. Uh, speaking of Antonio Brown, it sounds yeah. like he has an ankle injury. It is unclear whether he's going to play this week, um, and it sounds like it's unclear if he's going to play next week or the week after that. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. news to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this week yeah, was something fun. I was yeah, reading before sure. we started recording. Um, yeah. So it sounds like he's not very likely to play this week and maybe not next week either. Um, Gronk, this is one of those, please tune in to Sunday. Uh, there is hope that Gronk is going yeah, to play this sure. week, but let's check back Sunday morning. If he doesn't play, it really bodes well for Mike Evans, who is with Gronk out. Time. It's going to have less competition in the end zone and in short yardage situations. So, and, and of course, Gronk is a rib injury, if I didn't say that already. Yeah, he's, they're taking the time with him. It just, there's no reason. There's just, they're a good team, man. They don't. They, they sure could use keep them him help, keep AB. him healthy for the stretch you know exactly um on to james winston who i misspelled his name chris do you know what this game is for uh, james winston you know no his first name no do you I know what this is oh uh i don't know his it no 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 start in a row i don't know <laughs> This is another revenge game. Oh, I'm giving, right. I'm giving three stars to Mr. Winston here. There are quarterbacks that I like less this week, but my main problem with Jameis is his weapons. Outside of Alvin Kamara, I don't know if I can trust any of them. The mm, Bucks haven't no. been good against wide receivers, but after I watched Jameis Winston throw some actually pretty good passes against the Seahawks last week, and they the, the Seahawks and the were in like Marcus Callaway and Traquan Smith, Jameis Winston and Sean McVay or Sean Payton were like mm-hmm. seen on the right. sideline being very visibly displeased, uh, un- dishappy. I displeased me... with Traquan Smith and Marcus Callaway also had a drop. I do this. I, I will say this much. Let me interject real quick. I think. Sean Payton up with some other coaches that like to vary their game plans week to week. I think he is purposefully calling a run. I just don't think he can rely on these pass catchers. And I don't think it's all on Jameis either or necessarily no, offensive no. line to your point. No, I, I think it's, think I think it's straight up. I think the cupboard catchers. is bare. I don't think they're very good. I, I think the cupboard is bare. And I think I was wrong about uh, Mr. Adam uh, Troutman too, but go ahead with your matchup, sir. Not much else to say here, Chris, because <laughs> right? uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to Alvin Kamara here. And you know, so Alvin Kamara's been in the league for what, three, four years, right? Maybe something like that, right? And in that time or five, I think. But go ahead. Yeah. Whatever. In that time, he has eight career games against the Bucks. And also in that time, the Bucks sure. run defense has been Same division. pretty freaking stout. Like they have stifled Christian McCaffrey year after year in the years he's been healthy. But what? here's what Alvin Kamara <laughs> has done in his eight career mm-hmm. games against the Bucks. Let's go. He has 106 combo yards per game and over a touchdown nice. per game. So I'm over a give touchdown Cal- per game. 
and, and over one, he's averaging over one touchdown per game. He has nine that's a, total. That's a five star rating, right? That's a five star rating, right? Four and a half. That's, that's a that's a four. That's a four and a quarter, Chris. Ah, darn it! I just missed it, Joshua. Just Gosh, missed it. <laughs> I believe you had a Josh Darnett, indeed. Um, I believe you have one matchup left. Probably another quickie. Is it really my last matchup? It should be. Oh goodness gracious, it is. We have done a good job, sir. Let's do this matchup with some gusto. Washington and Broncos. Okay, so there's going to be a little loss of gusto here, but let me continue. Um, apparently, I motivated Mr. Heineke with my benching last week and speculation that without a good performance in Week 7, oh, sure. he could it was lose all his you. job Pat, to Fitzpatrick. Pat, Pat Chris on the back, everyone. <laughs> let me finish. Uh, he could lose his job to Fitzpatrick. Well, old Heine, as I like to call him nowadays, came through with a 268 passing yards, 95 rushing yards performance, netting him 2022 Fantasy points. Now he gets a Dinder defense that's third best in fantasy points given up to quarterbacks. And really, Heineke got it done on the ground, and the Broncos average 12 quarterback rushing yards per game given up and haven't given up a quarterback rushing score since week one. So I'm going to bench Mr. Heine. <laughs> Okay. On to Gibson, the running back who we really care about here. I wish Gibson would have missed a game or two by now, honestly, to to maybe make him more healthier. More healthier. That's not a thing. To make him more healthier. Sure it is. I just did it again. Uh, he's totaled twenty four carries and he's totaled twenty four carries and ninety five yards in the past two weeks, and that's the type of production I expect from a weekly basis from where you drafted him. I know we're well away from draft time, and you don't need to worry about that, but. I think you can uh, deal him now. If I think if you can deal now and get good value back, do it. Because I think he should just sit this week, but he probably won't. I'll be honest. No. I was shopping Gibson trying to trade him away because, one, he's obviously been struggling. Two, he's hurt. But I also saw this matchup coming, a bye week and a tough, mat, uh, tough Tampa Bay matchup after this bye week uh, coming oh. up after this week. Pardon me. Actually, though, Denver is not as bad of a matchup as I thought. Uh, they've actually been gashed, gashed the th past three weeks, giving up 360 yards on the ground and six total touchdowns to running backs. Assuming Gibson does go, because, again, he probably will, I'm going to give him four stars. I know that's a little aggressive, but you know, if he has a good game, strongly consider selling him high, although the bye week might set him right, meaning he might actually have a chance to get healthy. I mean, it's, it's literally like a hairline fracture in his shin, folks. So it's like... Yeah, it sounds you know, freaking painful, and, though. And you just know he's not going to get the passing work. Uh, onward to McKissick on that note. Uh, he's also a mm. flex-worthy matchup here. Uh, he's flex-worthy in this matchup here. I'm going to give him three stars. So, again, that's three stars for McKissick, four stars for Gibson, because it is a good matchup. It's just, again, I just wish they'd rest him. And we'll see what happens after this by, after this matchup and then the pending bye huh. week. On to the receiver, McLaren. McLaren, I did it again. There you go. At le well, I did it wrong the first time. At least McLaren yeah, hasn't suffered at the hands of Heineke too badly as his targets have been great the last few weeks. But still, he's had more bad weeks than good weeks this year. Four to three. Uh, he was limited Wednesday with an ankle issue, which was a little weird because he was dealing with a hamstring issue before that. In any event... McLaren should be fine, be a fine volume play here with Heineke has been almost exclusively looking his way. So I'm going to give a conservative three and a point two five stars, three and a quarter stars, as Josh likes to call it. Uh, keep him in your flex category there. 
Tight ends really aren't worth mentioning here. Logos Thomas is still out. If you think Ricky Steele Jones scores fine, but I think we see Washington attack on the ground mostly. So I'm going to bench the seal as it were on to the other half of this matchup, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Teddy wasn't a hundred percent last week and I, and it didn't have a good day fantasy. uh, I'm sorry. Didn't have a good fantasy day. Although he did manage to toss two touchdowns to his running backs. More on that later. Uh, but I am personally starting him in a league where I had been depending on Darnold and Tannehill before that. Uh, Washington is giving up the most passing yards and the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I'm going to give a pretty aggressive 3.25 stars to Teddy and probably getting us, get him in some lineups there out there for some ridiculously desperate teams like me. <laughs> um, on to the running backs, What we again, what we care about more here. Another week, another near identical usage for the Denver running backs. Javante only saw four carries, but salvaged his day for uh, desperate fantasy managers during the bye week from hell by catching all, I'm sorry, by catching six of his seven targets and scoring through the air. Gordon continues to get in Williams' way and only averaged 2.2 yards per carry last week, but as I said, he did catch a touchdown. Washington uh, hasn't been gashed on the ground, but does seem susceptible to receiving backs. Since most backs uh, see near identical usage on the ground and through the air, I think both are usable again this week. I'm going to give a good old uh, fence riding 2.75 stars to both of them. Moving on. (laughs) I mean, they're usable, man. They're, they're straight up Dude, usable. It's like, just, it's like one looks at the other, and he's, and he's like, anything you can do, I can do the same. Yeah, exactly. I can do the same, <laughs> just like you. I mean, I think it was no, a full PPR. Yes, I can. Right. I think it was a full PPR, but the league I kind of started him in that I've been holding on to him, I was like very happy with the performance I got last week. On to the pass catchers here. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Sutton here. He's averaging 10 targets per game over the last three weeks. So he has to be in consideration versus this Washington defense. As I mentioned, they're giving up the most passing yards and are equally bad in terms of fantasy points given up to wide receivers, meaning they're giving up the second most. I am hesitant to rely on Patrick, but Sutton should see targets and opportunities. Sutton was very good in week five and six. I see returned form here with four stars for Sutton and a decent flex for Patrick, uh, two and a half, uh, two and a half stars there on to the tight end fans, uh, target numbers. Uh, go ahead. Interject, please. Do you still want to start Tim Patrick considering Jerry, Jerry Judy supposed to return this week? Is he really? Yep. I might have some broken fantasy updates going on, sir. I did not, uh, foresee that I'm still hesitant. Uh, in fact, my notes say Sutton slash Judy, and of course, upon research, I expounded upon Patrick for good reason. I didn't think Judy was ready to go in in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, I mean, it's an it's an awfully good passing matchup, so you have to give it some clout. Um, and do you want to me... stick with with Cortland Sutton and what you think he's going to do, knowing that Jerry Judy is going to be back this week? Yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna bench Patrick, and go and keep okay. my four stars for Sutton and get and give Judy a more conservative. Actually, I'll give him a little bit better than Patrick. I'll give him two point seven five stars because I think he's obviously a much more talented player. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep it that way. I'll keep the four stars on Sutton and go two point seven five for Judy. Apparently, he's active. My apologies, folks. Okie dokie. 
On to Fant the tight end. Target numbers have been great for uh, Fant too, actually, in comparison to Sutton. Uh, eight eight targets per game over the last four weeks. He has still had his disappointing. Uh, I'm sorry, he has still has disappearing at games, but with that type of usage at the tight end position, what more can you ask for? Unless you have like Kelsey Waller or like Hawkinson or something. Washington just gave up a tight end one game to the corpse of Robert Tanyan. But they aren't necessarily bad versus tight ends, generally speaking, on this season. Still, Fant is in your lineup this week, 3.75 stars. And that is my matchups for the evening, sir. Rish, we got one more. We got one more matchup. Um, of course, the Monday night matchup will oh. be done on the Sunday morning stream, um, with, think, during which I, I will first consume one of these insane chips that I don't know why I had the idea of, of doing. Um, live, and I will live. eat one of those, and then I will try and do the Monday <laughs> matchup on our Sunday morning stream, which starts at let's go 10 a.m. Not 10 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. We don't know where you live, so you know you do the math. Mm-hmm. Um, but our last matchup of of the show is your Dallas Cowboys at Minnesota Vikings. Chris, why didn't we just go and see this game in person? We could have we Easy. could have both gone to this game and we you could know. have because it's in Minnesota. Can you see my shirt right now? What? No. Can you see my shirt? Oh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, go ahead. No, seriously, fantasy wise, I'm very excited. In about hindsight, this we really, really should have done am. that. We really should have done that. But anyways, you make a very good point. Yes, sir, you do. Ah, uh, well, you know, hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty, unless you need glasses. Um, so. <laughs> let's start with what's sorry i you, to get to be that's fair a, to that's me, a really I, funny I, pre- uh, premise right there it is i have not been this bad with cowboy stuff you know that folks this i just happened to be wearing the shirt and i had the glass because i made it oh no glass. i was talking about someone needing oh, glasses sorry. to look into the past <laughs> um, oh well me yeah for sure um so let's start with Dak. It sounds like he's gonna play, but it's not one hundred percent. Well, let's let's just assume that he's going to. Let's just assume they're coming off the bye. For now, we'll assume that he's healthy, blah blah blah. The Vikings are really only giving up. I'm sorry, I lost my notes here because I was trying to look at the Discord here. They're only giving up sixteen and a half points per game to to quarterbacks. I like Dak a little bit better here. The Vikings defense has actually been okay yeah. this season. No, that's so no lie. Yeah. Maybe we need to Temporary expectations, just a hair for Dak. So let's give him four stars here. Let's move along to Zeke. Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. And the Vikings have been okay against the the run as well. So, you know, let's give Zeke, you know, the four stars as well. I mean, it's just going to be kind of four stars across the board. It's kind of what their defense has been. Kind of middle Um, of the road versus the pass and the run. But the Cowboys, you know, offense is obviously very good. So it's a bunch of four-star stuff exactly i mean like i'm yeah, not trying yeah. to and i'm probably gonna i'm probably gonna give uh cd lamb like the three and three quarter you know i was just versus... about to say i think i think giving a couple of those receivers four stars might be a little aggressive lately just because of the disappointing usage if you will a little bit that's why i'm going a little bit lower and with cd my boy cd um you're definitely winning that that ice cream bet that we made in preseason so far, Cheers. but the season's not over yet. I have <laughs> definitely have time to come back. Um, you're you're going with if you are going to start one of these tight ends, you're going with uh, Dalton Schultz. Wow, I almost I almost mixed their names up. Sorry, you must you're definitely them. going with Dalton Schultz. Dalton, here, and we'll J- Dalton just... Jarwin. No, I was yes. I almost said I almost <laughs> said Blake Schultz. 
That's funny. I actually love that name much better. That's that's like a country artist name. It really does sound like a country artist, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So you're gonna. I'm gonna give uh, Dalton Schultz. I almost called him Blake Schultz again. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna give him three and a half stars. Let's move on to the the Vikings here. Kirk Cousins. He's been he's been really good. He had a couple of duds mm-hmm. against uh, Cleveland and Detroit. Detroit was mainly because Glad of to have him back. Yeah. Kind of, of just kind of going crazy, but I mean, if dude, if you drafted Kirk Cousins, like I'm sorry, I'm gonna toot my own horn here for just one second. Mm-hmm. I was touting Kirk Cousins as a late round guy, at, at least because of his uh, his week one matchup. I think he's well the within Bengals. the top twelve, maybe. Yeah, he is. Give me one second here. He is I mean, it, the. He is actually the game. quarterback thirteen at the moment, but he All just right, got off his bye fine. week. So exactly. you know, so, Derek yeah. Carr is going to be above him because Derek Carr has played seven games, whereas Kirk Cousins right, only right, played right, six. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, though, I bet I bet Cousins finishes at like the QB eight or nine. Calling it right now, the end of year. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I like it. Yeah, I think um, this week so, is actually and and and, and it's a good either. matchup against it's a good matchup against the Cowboys too. Like, no offense to your Cowboys, they have mm-hmm. a lot of takeaways, mm-hmm. but they're giving up. I mean, fine, just just give around. a minus minus two points to, to to Cousins throwing one to Diggs, right? The the <laughs> ironically the brother of the guy you used to play with, but yeah, like. Maybe, I mean, Diggs is all it's 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 interception or nothing with that guy. Fair, like serious, like it's it's. But I digress. He, he gets burned a lot. <laughs> he gets burned. No, a lot. I think that was the safety, but I'm not going to make excuses for the guy because I have a dog in the hunt. Did I say that right? A horse in the race. Yes, a leg in the that sack. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna give. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give Adam Thielen the four stars and Justin Jefferson just three and three quarters, just because Jefferson has been mildly disappointing so far, mediocre, and I'm not really sure why. I, I went mediocre, if you will. I mean, he's the wide receiver fifteen. That. So I mean, yeah, like he, that's... it's not like he's been terrible, but I just figured, like we all thought he was. Like you drafted him in probably the second, maybe third round. I mean, as a top for... five guy, yeah. Well, I mean, like the score only, I mean, it is 15.2 fantasy points per game, you know, like I just, I don't know. He just isn't as sexy this year as he was last year. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. lost his luster a little bit. Um, and you're staying away from the Vikings tight end. So, you know, yep. what was the rating Unless for you're... Uh, Jefferson? I missed it. I'm sorry. I believe I said three and three quarters. Okay. And Adam still, I mean, still, you're, again, you're playing him. I mean, of course. Yeah. No, I like it. It's not bad. You're playing him and you're, you're playing him and you're, and you're probably not going to regret it, but just don't, don't expect a five-star week because he hasn't really delivered one yet this year. Don't expect the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't scored against uh, uh, Jefferson. That is, hasn't scored above 18 points at all this season. So, you know, oh, sorry. That's standard. Uh, Sorry. He hasn't scored above 22.3 points this season. That's a lot better. Um, Anyways, that's yeah. a big difference right there. Damn, it is. Uh, anyways, um, Chris, is that is that what, for the night? I believe that I believe that's that's a wrap. Um, like we've mentioned a couple of times, you guys can you guys uh you know anyone of any gender can always check us out on Sunday mornings at ten a.m. So that is Central Time, of course. We don't know where you live. We really do, but uh, we really don't. We really do. Um. 
you know, last minute injury uh, news, some lineup questions. You can always t- tune into the chat and ask your lineup questions. Um, Chris and I have lineup questions for each other. Um, like I said, I'm going to eat one of these insanity chips, how I OMG. came up with this idea. I'm so I don't know. I'm Chris, so have the paramedics this. on standby, dude. This I, I, is I will say this insane. much. I, I, have, I have had fun flying solo, but it's going to be a welcome addition having you there. And, and in particularly with this, 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 this challenge upon it <laughs> i'm excited the pocky one chip challenge i've got my button on the you remember i showed you the scenes and stuff i've got where i can be like go single you know chat mode real mm-hmm. quick i'm like like i've got it on speed dial ready for you to vomit on camera or not vomit on camera should why I do say? you think i'm gonna vomit i've, I've never vomited kidding. from eating anything spicy and i've had insanely hot things before i don't know people do weird things okay no, you're probably right. Anyways, that's been a show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can, if you're listening in podcast format, you can always check us out on YouTube. That's where in our YouTube feed is where you'll also find, uh, you know, if you like, share, subscribe, you know, obviously the sub thing and click the little bell for the notifications. That's yeah. when we go live and you, you know, can tune live. in exactly. our, 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 our boy Don ZC is, is, is usually there on, on Sunday mornings and winter tech and so on and so on. Shout out to those line, guys. Lineup questions are flying, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, check us out. It's a good time. It's a good thing to have coffee. Make it Irish, if you will. You're elky. Um, I might be doing that myself. So, you know, whatevs. Until next time, folks. Have a good one. See you Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.